if you would, open your Bibles to 2 Timothy, chapter 3. Now, when we look around what's going on in the world today, we can see that we truly do live in perilous times. And we see the persecution of Christians that is on the rise. We see wars and then rumors of wars. Um, people going into churches and, and shooting people. Uh, then the amount of sin that we see. You know, unspeakable sin that is being supported and championed and called normal by people when it's sinful. Yet, none of these things should be a surprise to us because the Bible tells us that in the last days, there will be perilous times. And this is what Paul is talking about in 2 Timothy chapter 3. Look at verses 1 through 9. It's written, This know also that in the last days shall come perilous times, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, cursed speakers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, intemperate, fierce, no lovers at all of them that which are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a show of godliness but have denied the power thereof, turn away therefore from such. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive simple women laden with sins and led with divers' lust, which women are ever learning and are never able to come to the acknowledging of the truth. And as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth, men of corrupt minds, reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall prevail no longer, for their madness shall be evident unto all men, as theirs also was. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship together and just give us an insight and understanding into your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would speak through me. Give me the words to say and just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. And Lord, we also again just lift up those that have lost loved ones, those that are sick and shut in, those that may be traveling. We we'll just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon them. Continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, Paul is telling us that in the last days, perilous times would come. Now, what is the last days? The last days actually cover the period from the time of the ascension of Jesus Christ back into heaven to his return. So we are in the last days. So thus the last days has covered, if you look at Christ being born around 6 BC, which was when the taxation of the Romans, which was talked about in the Gospel of Luke, took place, to the time he was crucified, which was 27 AD, because he began his ministry when he was 30, according to Luke, and then he was crucified about three years later. About 1,995 years has passed. 
So we've been in the last days for 1,995 years. And then if you think about, you know, just to look at some different dates, if you think that he was born around 4 B.C. and then was crucified in, in 29 A.D., it's been about 1,993 years. If he was born in 1 A.D. and crucified in 34 A.D., it's you know been about 1,988 years. So the point is, regardless of, of when he was born and when he was crucified, the day he was born and the day he was crucified, we've been in the last days for thousands of years. For about 2,000 years. And as we get closer to the return of Jesus Christ, we find in Scripture that those days will continue to get worse and worse. They're not going to get better. I mean, think about how bad things have gotten just in the past 10 years. You know, and then if you look at the 1950s as, as compared to the days we live in right now, the 1950s were almost puritanical. You know, it's gotten really bad. You know, the people need to understand that the good old days aren't coming back. Jesus Christ is coming back. Not the good old days. It's going to get worse and worse. But then Jesus also tells us that things are going to be bad when he returns. You know, the times are going to be, be bad when he comes back. And he says this in Matthew 24, 37 through 39. What does he say? He compares the days of his return to the days of Noah. Turn over there real quick and look at what he says. Matthew 24, 37 through 39. He says, But as the days of Noah were, so likewise shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood they did eat and drink, marry and give in marriage, unto the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew nothing till the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, what is Jesus saying here? He's actually giving us two points. He's giving us two main points in this passage concerning his return. And the first point that he lays out is that his return will be like the days of Noah. And to find out how the days of Noah was turn over to Genesis 6, 11. And it says, The earth also was corrupt before God, for the earth was filled with cruelty. So the days of Noah was a time of cruelty, a time of corruption. Basically, it was a time of sin, wickedness, evil. Sin was rampant. And if you think about how sin was rampant or how bad sin was rampant, 
It was so rampant that God destroyed the earth. He destroyed the earth by flood. So that's the first thing that we see in what Christ is telling us. The days of his return will be like the days of Noah. The days of Noah were sinful, wicked, cruel, corrupt. So sinful, so wicked, so cruel and corrupt that God destroyed the earth. But then there's another thing here that he says. Look at what else he says here. They did eat and drink, marry and give in marriage unto the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew nothing till the flood came and took them all away. Just to hit the high points in those in those verses. So what's he saying? You know, we, we know that Noah preached righteousness until he entered into the ark. We find that, and, you know, Peter tells us that. But what happened? Even though Noah was sitting there preaching until the time that God from the time that God gave him the plans of the ark until the time he entered the ark, he was preaching righteousness, the people were not listening. That's what we see here. They were oblivious. They didn't care. Oh, there's that old crazy Noah. He's preaching again. That's pretty much what they were doing. And they were so oblivious to the fact that they were about to face judgment that they were just going on with their wicked lives. Just doing the same old thing they had been doing. Not caring about the coming judgment that Noah was preaching about. Seems like today, doesn't it? I mean, think about what, what we see taking place all around us. I was reading something today that before one of the ball games on ESPN, ESPN had a moment of silence to protest that bill that went in, that was signed into law in Florida. Basically, that law stated that the schools could not teach kindergartners through third grade about homosexuality. And then after that, the school would have to get parental consent before the children could hear it. Yet people were up in arms about that. How dare parents be able to, to tell the schools what to teach their children? And they held a moment of silence. Not to mention, you see all of the people glorifying what has been going on in women swimming. They don't care. They glorify sin and continue in sin, not caring about the coming judgment. The same thing happened during the times of Noah. And that's what Jesus is telling us. 
when he returns, people are going to be going around and acting like he's not coming back. And that's what we see. That's what we see. The same thing today. The earth is full of sin. It's full of corruption. It's full of cruelty. Cruelty. People celebrating sin and calling it an alternative lifestyle. They murder countless unborn children every year. And they call it a choice. And then we see more cruelty with what's going on in Ukraine. Russian snipers shooting people lined up to get bread in a bread line. Civilians in a bread line being shot by snipers. Cruel. People do not care about the return of Jesus Christ, let alone their sins. And look at what Paul lists here concerning how people are going to act. Look at verses 2 through 9. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Well, we see that. Covetous, boasters, proud, curse speakers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Well, we see that all around us. I mean, think about all the cursing that we see in movies and on TV. Curse speakers. But, you know, another way to look at that is blasphemy. There's two ways of looking at that, at that statement. Cursing or taking the Lord's name in vain or blasphemy. And we see that. <clears throat> Without natural affection, oh, we see that all around us. Truce breakers, false accusers, intemperate, fierce. I want you to look at that word, fierce. The Greek word that is translated fierce here means untamed beasts. Think about that. Untamed beasts. People acting like untamed beasts. How evil do you have to be to act like an untamed beast? And we see that in our society today. I mean, think about what's going on in New York. An Asian woman wanting to get into her hotel, being hit in the lobby of, of where, she, where she lives, being hit in the back of the head and beaten so bad that she is fighting for her life. They said that she was hit over 125 times and kicked and her skull was fractured. And she did nothing. Another woman pushed in front of a subway train just because she was standing there waiting on the subway. Untamed beasts. And we see that. No lovers at all of them which are good. We see that taking place as well. I mean, think about, 
you know, what would happen if someone was preaching on a street corner, what people would be saying to them. Call them crazy and everything else. Because people do not want to hear about how sinful they are. No lovers at all of them which are good. Traitors, heady or headstrong, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. We see that. Having a show of godliness, but have denied the power thereof, turn away therefore from such. Having a show of godliness. Basically, these are the people that put on their Sunday best and they go to church, but then whenever they leave church, you can't tell them apart from the rest of the world. A show of godliness. But basically, they are denying the power of God. And Paul tells us, turn away from these people. From, from verse 2 to verse 5, he says, turn away from those people. Don't act like them. That's what he's saying. Do not act like them. And then look at what he says. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women or simple women laden with sins and led with divers' lusts, which women are ever learning and are never able to come to the acknowledging of the truth. Basically, these are people that are prone to sin is what he's talking about. They basically are, are not saved, and whenever they hear anything, they just go right towards it, and that's their opinion. Not caring if it is the truth or not. Basically, they're being led away by false teaching, is what he's saying. And then he says, And as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses... Now, Janus and Jambres... If you look in Exodus chapter 7, verses 11, verse 11 and then in verse 22, Janus and Jambres were the, according to Jewish tradition, when Moses and Aaron were facing Pharaoh, the sorcerers that Pharaoh called that were doing the same thing, whenever Aaron's staff turned into a serpent, Janus and Jambres were able to make their staffs turn into serpents. Basically, these were the, the sorcerers that Pharaoh used. According to Jewish tradition, that's their name, Janus and Jambres. He said, as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall prevail no longer, for their madness shall be evident to all men, as theirs also was. So Janus and Jambres, they symbolize false teachings. They withstood Moses. They withstood the truth. They, sim they are a symbol of false teaching and those that cling to false teaching. So what we see is that in the last days, the last days will be perilous. They will be wicked. And they're going to continue to get worse and worse. And worse. 
Think about how bad it is today. Next year it's going to be worse. Because every day it's going to get worse and worse. And it's going to be that way until the return of Jesus Christ. So what can we do? Christians need to be watchful. They need to watch for the return of Christ. They need to be praying for the return of Christ. And they need to be ready for the return of Christ. That's what Christ tells us. Watch ye therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh. We need to watch. And we need to be ready for his return. And in watching and being ready, we need to be sharing the gospel. We need to be working. We need to be praying. We need to be doing the things that he has commanded us to do during these times. And for the non-Christian, the non-Christian needs to receive Christ. They need to turn from their sin and turn to Jesus Christ. They need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and confess him and confess their sins. They need to repent and start living for Christ. Darker days are coming. Think about that. Darker days are coming. The days are pretty dark right now. Darker days are coming. Yet, through Jesus Christ, we'll be ready to meet them until he returns. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this time that you have given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us. And Lord, I just pray that you would strengthen us during these times, these dark times, Lord, and just help us to look to your return. And Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your Son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Number 280.